Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On this episode of Crown Jewels... The Daily Mail is celebrating a hit tweet from Wills. From the boardroom to the courthouse, it's a tough week for Prince Harry. And you'll never guess the salary of this royal job posting. We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Samantha Bush. And hi, Lex. It's so nice to see you and chat with you. I know. You were just telling me about human hair. Yep. It's a new trend on TikTok. You know how like the trends on TikTok are like blueberry milk nails or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like light blue. Yeah. Well, the trend right now is um, like 90s fluffy hair. Okay. AKA just like humid. Yeah. I woke up. It's really humid where I'm at. And uh, my hair is just doing whatever it wants. It's very odd. It's like crimped at the top. It's very interesting. Now, more importantly, you just spilled some information. And I did see yeah. this on your Instagram with yeah. uh, what are your what are your crutches names? Vicky and Tamara? Yeah, Vicky and Tamara, because they're the two pillars of which I stand. Mm-hmm. And how did we acquire these crutches? What happened? You didn't give context. It's so embarrassing. I was going down the stairs. Okay. <laughs> and I never wear my sandals like around the house. But I was okay. like getting ready to go see Barbie with my mom. Like literally within like five minutes, my mom was coming to the house. Oh my and God. And I'm going to the stairs and I slip. Like my sandal like slips on the carpet and I just take a tumble down those steps. No. Like my ankle went like, like cracked. Like <gasps> I, I was like honestly panicking because I was scared to look at my ankle because I was like afraid it was like going the other way like I didn't know what I was gonna look at <laughs> like Meryl Streep and death becomes her <laughs> yeah like just totally like twisted and thank god Danny was here because he like helped me like get to the couch because I couldn't walk on it I still can't put any weight on it but yeah so I didn't get to go see Barbie with my mom thank god you've seen it already. yeah she she came by and I was like I'm we're going to the ER right now and I went to the ER got my crutches I love the ER elaborate please I love it what? I love the people watching okay like I, I want to know what the fuck everyone is in there for mm-hmm. like I want to know I want to like be wheeled by everyone's room and just be like what's going on like <laughs> what brings you in today like that could be your next podcast <laughs> I'm so nosy like why ER. are you here <laughs> yeah, like ER tales. I'm just so intrigued. So, you know, one of my uh, best friends from Toronto, she's an ER doctor. Oh, my God. Get her on the pod. Some of the stories, like generally, that she's told me are wild. Like the things that these doctors find up people's butts. Oh, I can't even imagine. I worked in a dental office for five years. So I have like a lot of like dent- crazy dental stories. Mm-hmm. Like the things people 
would do and the things people would say. Like, it's so fascinating to me. Like, it just always kept me on my toes. So I can't even imagine yeah. what people in the ER go through. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It, well, I, I know. It's definitely. And it's not like I want to know, like, are people in pain? Like, what's like, I'm not saying that, but I, I'm just so curious. No, you want to know, like, why is there an avocado seed in your asshole? <laughs> right. Like, what's How'd going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how did this happen? It's so fascinating. It's something. That's for mm-hmm. sure. That should yeah. be a new TLC show. Like, that I would 10 out of 10 watch weekly. I think there was a show like that on like Discovery Health oh, back in like okay. the early 2000s. Like, it was like real like ER procedures. Like, it was like oh. real shit. But I don't know if they got like into the weird stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might, I might do some Googling into the archives for that because I could definitely be intrigued. But Wait, oh, yeah. Last question for you. Mm-hmm. You heard a pop. Is it broken, sprained, fractured? It's according to the ER PA. She mm-hmm. said that it's severely sprained and I have to like stay off of it for 10 to 14 days, which is killing me. Yeah, like, that's long. I never realized like how much shit I did <laughs> I until and like you have a dog and I have a dog. So like just having to depend on like someone else is truly <laughs> killing me i'm like because i also feel annoying because i'm oh, like yeah. can you do this can you do that like but it's like i need this to be done well you don't have a choice well like the moment we got home from the er i was like you gotta take ruby out you have to take the laundry from the washer to the dryer you have to unload them. like i was crazy uh i'm just glad you're okay i'm glad you have Danny. me too yeah and it's not like painful unless i like i'm glad you saw barbie already once I- Lex, you're telling me if if it was my first time seeing it, I would be so much sadder. But go to Barbie and then the also ER. shout out to my mom who still went. Oh, good she, for like, her! Because like I couldn't tell her like don't come over because I knew she was already on her way to see me. Mm-hmm. And so when she showed up, she was like, "I mean, I'm still gonna go." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, it's fine. It's totally fine." I love her, a queen. Yeah, that is yeah. amazing. Hopefully, you're on the mend. Yeah. And uh, I'm just happy Ruby has uh, Danny to walk her because oh, that me too. That's you know dog mom <laughs> mode where my first thought went. It, my same. I was like, who the fuck is going to take Ruby out? <laughs> Who's going to walk her? Who's going to take her to the dog park? Ugh. Okay. And then before we get into tea and crumpets, just mm-hmm. because you are the whistleblower, my go-to, I wanted to touch base on Kyle Richards producing oh. a documentary on Morgan Wade. Yes. Yes. And how she's gone now full Nashville. I saw what you just Lex. posted with the, the hat and the cowboy boots and, and the, the belt buckle. camo hats. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Tell me your okay. thoughts. So I, th- I feel that they're in a relationship. Okay. That's how I feel. <laughs> this is not fact. That's just what I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think her and Mauricio are more split than they are leading on. And this whole documentary, why the fuck do I need to see a documentary about a 29-year-old country singer that I've never heard of before? Right. I don't. 
And it's like, I understand that Morgan Wade, I guess, is going through a double mastectomy or something in November because she like had cancer before or something. And I know Kyle is like very passionate about mammograms and breast cancer because she lost her mom to that. I know so much about cultures. <laughs> it's like not okay. Everything I've learned is against my will. <laughs> like seriously, it's really is. But to me, it's just like an excuse for them to spend a lot of time together without mm-hmm. people like then questioning, oh, are they dating or not? It's like, oh, no, we're making a movie together. But it's like, why? No one's going to watch this. Yes. I mean, I think that's the question. It's like, who is that for? And it feels like it's for them to spend time together. Right. Like for that news to come out and then for her to be at a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Like no disrespect, but like who is Morgan Wade to me as like, you know, a pop culture observer or like to the cultural zeitgeist right now? I had never heard of this person until I did like some deep diving into Kyle's Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like she's not like Kelsey Ballerini. Right. You know, she's not like Kelly Clarkson, like where I would be like intrigued on Kelly Clarkson's documentary, maybe. I also just like I'm very against like young people having documentaries and biographies written about them. Because you don't think they've lived enough life? No, like the fact Madison Beer like wrote a book. <laughs> Be fucking for real. You're 24 years old and you, who are you? Wait till you're like 40. I get it. I get it. It's like, what could you possibly have to talk about? That is like, real, like you're writing a memoir at 24. You're, you're writing a memoir? Like all the Bachelor people do that too. Like they'll start writing memoirs. I'm like, Harry waited. Harry did wait. And Harry waited. And boy, did he deliver. Yeah, he spilled. <laughs> he, he spilled. spilled. He waited until he had a tale to tell. I know, my a few. He wasn't oh, like gosh. sixteen, like writing my memoir, which he, you know what, he could have. He, he had he, seen honestly, some shit. he could have. Mm-hmm. Tyler so. Cameron from The Bachelorette. <laughs> I don't think so. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Sam... It's time for tea and crumpets. So do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? I would be so honored. I came across this headline today and it Mm -hmm. was like Caden Wills honoring the African Rangers who have given the ultimate sacrifice protecting wildlife. And I'm thinking to myself, these two like went to Africa. They like were part of maybe a ceremony. Like they donated money. Like they're doing something. Lex, it was a tweet. I was scrolling down and it just says on the official Twitter account shared by Prince William and Kate, both 41, a post showed a list of names of 71 Rangers who have died since last year. Quote on world hashtag world Ranger Day. We honor the African Rangers who have given the ultimate sacrifice protecting wildlife in wild places. Your work and your bravery is an inspiration. I hate it here because you are quite literally the prince of england (laughs) you could like this is like i'm sorry i'm just in my like eat the rich era Mm -hmm. like where i'm like fuck them like yeah they could solve all of the world's problems or most of them and they're Mm -hmm. just like tweeting correct and then yet they're getting headlines written about it like they're honoring these people who've sacrificed it's like by tweeting yes they don't even write the tweet or hit post. Like, no. They probably don't even know that that tweet went out. And, like, I love the Daily Mail here with, like, this. They wrote a whole friggin' article about mm-hmm. this tweet. And they're mm-hmm. like, Prince William signed off with the letter W. These are about different tweets. But it's like signing off with the letter W to indicate the personal nature of the post, the father of three, who is a keen conservationist. Like, what? What? Is he? I, I evidently the Daily Mail told us that like when was the last time he did anything for this cause like actually probably yeah. in it hasn't been probably been years he has shared condolences in 2021 and 2022 via Twitter it's giving thoughts and prayers and in 2005 he became the royal patron of Tusk Trust which supports 25 conservation projects in 12 different countries across Africa. Now, mm-hmm. again, it's a title. Mm-hmm. How much yeah. how much are they really doing to your point when you say they could actually give funds and money mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. proper impact, you know, increase security? pay people more, have more protection for these conservationists and these rangers. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a circle jerk. It's a circle jerk. We're getting circle jerked by these royals. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, is it like that like white savior complex where it's like Daily Mail is like making them out to be these savior And they, they reference Catherine. Like, then they just lean in real heavy to Prince William in this article And Mm -hmm. again, now that we know so much about the Royal Rota and the Daily Mail, it's like who at the Prince and Princess of Wales camp was like, we need some positive PR. Let's shoot out a tweet, get our people on the horn at the Daily Mail to write a short novella about Prince William. Like Mm -hmm. what is going on? 
that this needs to come out now. It's so strange. Like, I really, I mean, I'm not kidding. When I saw the title, I was like, wow, like, that's great. And then I kept reading it and I was like, oh, it's a tweet. It's a tweet. Yeah. And then it's just like you said it. Then it goes into like, well, in 2005, he became this. Can I tell you, these royals love a trust. I love They a love trust. a trust. What is a trust? <laughs> what is this trust doing for anybody? Honestly. I think they're like raising funds for these organizations. But to your point, I don't think they're actually Why giving. Why are you raising funds? You have enough money. Mm-hmm. That's what, I, I that's what I'm frustrated by is like, these rich people who start these charities, which is like, that's great. But like, you're also like going to be the king of England, man. Yeah. You, you could solve these issues or at least have a huge impact on them. I mean, at the end of the day, I come back to and I know it's not William. I know it's King Charles, but they're all a part of the same monarchy and they're mm-hmm. all working royals. It's like homeboy needed to have a huge coronation during a time when it was absolutely not the tone to do so Mm, in the UK. Then he needed to go on holiday after said coronation because he was exhausted. And uh, here we are. And now we're getting served articles about a tweet that Wills and Kate's team wrote. And then what I love the most is this article completely does a hard left talking about all of his work with these rangers and as a conservationist. And then it's like, meanwhile, the Prince of Wales recently left members of the public in shock as he served up veggie burgers from a food truck in his latest environmental... Like, what? What? Like, how are you just peppering that in at the end? It's like, I don't give a fuck that he's feeding, handing out burgers. It's just... I don't know what's going on. I feel like the royals are in their Kardashian flop era. Like something's something's, something's going on. And I want to also keep talking about that because we'll get to that, you know, in topic number three. I'm going to go into Mm -hmm. topic number two so we can get to the good stuff. But I need you to explain this one to me because it says King Charles and Camilla to break tradition in the first summer at Balmoral without the late queen. Mm -hmm. So... King Charles and Queen Camilla will head to Scotland next week for their annual summer break at Balmoral State, but they are breaking tradition by not staying in the main castle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's so edgy. <laughs> like, it's not. Breaking tradition no, feels really. I was like, oh, are they going somewhere new? Are they like, that I'm lies? pretty sure. I thought the same thing. I was like, they're going somewhere else. They're going to be doing something completely different. Breaking tradition is such a statement. Yes. And then when I read it and I was like, oh, they're not staying at the estate. They're staying at another estate that's on the same property. Correct. Because it will be the first year without the queen. So they're not Mm -hmm. staying in the main castle. Totally get that. Respect that. I love that. But that's not breaking tradition. They're all still going to the same place on summer holiday. I hate to laugh, but I'm like, this... These articles feel batshit, like batshit, like, try hard, you're doing too much, babes. Like The please. Royal Rota is like trying hard. Yeah. They are like, it's like with Kris Jenner, like trying to make Kylie and Timothy Chalamet a thing. Mm-hmm. Like how like there was a moment, I feel like in June or May, like every day it was like, 
Timothy and Kylie getting closer than ever. Timothy and Kylie spending the weekend together. And it's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. I just and also it's like they're saw, trying to make it a thing. I saw like a tweet recently because Sophie Ross like retweeted it and was like, thanks for the update, Chris. And it was, I don't know, probably like pop tings or pop bass or whatever. Yeah. And it was like um, American Horror Story actors like rave about Kim Kardashian's <sighs> performance comparing her to like Lady Gaga's level of acting and da 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 and Soph was like thanks for the update Chris and I was like yeah so and it's like that's so true. true it's like King Charles and Camilla breaking tradition they're just staying in a medium-sized castle on the same property with the same servants doing the same customs still having mm-hmm. summer holiday mm-hmm. and okay. Prince Andrew's still going yeah yep yeah, the whole family is expected to come, obviously minus Megan has, but the Daily Mail is reporting that Prince Andrew is going to be spending time at the estate with Beatrice and Eugenie, probably the grandkids. I'm sure Fergie will be in there. We'll probably get some Instagram posts. Fergie Fergs is going to be like taking selfies. If one thing's going to happen for sure, we're going to have Fergie recording some podcasts from Baltimore. She's going to be like making TikToks. She's going to be like doing like dances. It's like day in the life at Balmoral Castle. Live now Honestly, on my YouTube. I wish. I know. Like, I kind of want it so badly. Like, so badly. It would be better than these sad little articles about tweets. I'm like, give us Fergie, like, doing get ready with me. <laughs> like, I would. Please. I would lose my fucking mind in the mm-hmm. best way possible. If I, I could get, like, a day in the lifestyle video of Fergie like camera set up on the dash and she's in the car yeah or like her like setting up her camera before and then it recording her as she gets out of bed yeah. to like wake up she's like stretching she's like day in the life starts Servant now comes in she just yeah. rings the little thing Ugh, what I would give I would Honestly, give so much for that for real I'm not kidding and you know what I don't think that we are in a world that is that far away from that at all. No, that's the thing. This is it. We're not dreaming big. Like this could totally happen. She's already dipped her foot into the YouTube series. Mm-hmm. So I just need to get her on the TikTok. Oh, mm-hmm. I would. What I would give. What I would donate to one of those trusts. Seriously. <laughs> the TikTok Fergie Trust. Fergie's <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the last tea and crumpet, I sent you this article. Yeah. Yesterday. And all I said to you was I was like, Lex, something's afoot. Something is happening. So Prince Harry's ecotourism company quietly announces new board of directors and he's not on it. It says Prince Harry's ecotourism company Travelist has recently announced its new board members, which didn't include a mention about the Duke of Sussex himself. The chief executive, her name is Sally Davy, okay. says the group has worked incredibly hard together 
and went on to celebrate this company's new board members, which didn't include the CEO himself, Prince Harry. It still has him listed as the founder and patron of the company on the website. And then at the very bottom of the article, which was a, felt a little shady to me, it says, speaking to the independent, Sally Davy, CEO of Travelist, said Prince Harry is the founder of Travelist and remains an invaluable part of this organization. His role has not changed in any way, and he is regularly involved in strategic discussions and decisions alongside our partners and board. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they pushed him out. Agreed. First thoughts with these quotes and something like this happening. Like, he remains an integral cog in the travelist wheel, though he no longer is providing any sort of work, feedback, or information. Okay. Something is afoot. It's giving, like, Logan Roy on succession. Like, yeah. Like, they're not, you know, I mean, when he was, spoiler alert, alive, when he, like, it just feels so strange. Like, of course, he's still going to be listed as the founder on the website, but I do think it's interesting that she made it's just very carefully worded to me. Like it feels very PR, like a yes. like she's trying not to throw him under the bus and being like, he's not really part of this anymore. But to be like, we're going in a new direction, we're starting something new, you know, we're taking this in a different route now. But to be like he is regularly involved in strategic discussions and decisions alongside our partners and board feels very specific. Yeah. And I just feel like them being like his role has not changed in any way. But the fundamental difference, and this is what we were talking about, is like there seems to be this tone with some of these companies and organizations wanting to distance themselves from the Harry and possibly by extension, I don't know, like Megan Brand, right? Like his role hasn't changed in any way, but he's no longer, let's say like a spokesperson or somebody whose name they use in their press or on their board or things like that. Like you would think that somebody as well known as Prince Harry, you'd want them like front and center in every fucking conversation and every piece of PR that's going out. And this mm -hmm. is actively being like, He's actually moving away from that and more behind yeah. the scenes, even though his role isn't changing. But we're bringing on new members of the board and new people are coming on board to help drive this company forward. Like, that's weird. Not weird, but like, it's indicative. It's indicative that something is wrong. Something is up and something, I mean, it's very telling for a founder of a company to suddenly not be listed as a board of directors who's like, making the decisions now i'm sure he's maybe cc'd on emails mm -hmm. but i don't know how involved he is it's just strange it's just but you really know what else strange. is weird as i'm like thinking about this too what is like there's no statement from him mm -mm. they they reached out yeah right there's no, no like Harry is delighted to see Travelist grow and welcomes new board members and da 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 da. There's no like statement from him or Archwell's team, which I find that's like what I find weird. And that's where I'm like, this is not a amicable pardon, let's say. I agree. I feel like we would have heard something from him, but then again, I'm like, what is the what are what is his team doing? There's just like seems Girl, to be. I wanted to talk about that. I just don't understand. Like, 
you need to get ahead of these things. I just feel like them almost playing this like we're staying silent game because I think people got a little too much of him back in like the winter during the documentary and then spare and blah, blah, blah. But it's like when it comes to things like this, I just feel like a simple statement from him would have just been like, okay, then this is a nothing burger. Like who cares? Yeah. And you know what I'm also like what was running through my mind and what's concerning me is like we we talked about this maybe a couple weeks ago or even last week like Megan signed with WME they didn't get the nomination for the Emmy they made the announcement about Equimundo but like and then you know she was at the farmers market they were at the 4th of July parade in Montecito but we haven't seen or heard much from them at all and then we're getting articles like this about Harry there you know is some sort of negative press like there was that other article you shared with me talking about like how the brand is dwindling, quote unquote. And it's like, mm-hmm. you would think with such a powerhouse like WME behind Megan, they would at least try to do something to like amp and glam up the situation and get their names positively in like the mainstream media, but they're yeah. not doing anything. And this is what continues to concern me with these two because I'm like, are they fumbling the bag? Like, what is going on with WME right now? Like, why haven't we heard anything? Anything. No, it's shocking. I mean, remember how excited we were when she signed with them? We were like, oh my God, we're going to be getting brand deals. We're getting yes. the TIG. Like, we're going to be getting something. Like, I want her in like a Bulgari campaign or something. Like, like I we're want, not getting anything. We're not getting anything. Nothing. Not even like we're investing in more brands or she's doing something for female empowerment with like phenomenal Mina Harris, Kamala. Like, Mm-mm. what? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm getting concerned. No, and I want our listeners to know that like we scour the internet for information. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm not just cherry picking like negative articles about Harry and Meghan. It's just like there's no positive ones. Yeah. Not a not a one. Not even from Omid. You know, like where has I, Omid he's been? He's been silent. Yeah. So it's just a little concerning to me that with all of this happening they have this massive team or she does and nothing is being said or done to counter any of this news. And if Mm -hmm. that's a tactic, so be it. But like they got to do something because again, this is what we get with them, right? Like they do archwell audio. They disappear for 18 months until archetypes comes out like, and then archetypes get canceled and they're like, we're coming back. We're bringing archetypes back bigger and better than ever on other platforms. And it's like, then we don't hear anything. And it's like, stop saying stuff and start doing like yeah I I just I I'm so confused and the thing that also eats away at me is like I feel like there is this continued gut feeling that I have and it's just a gut feeling where it's like they're difficult to work with and they think that they know best and they need yes people around them or people are telling them to do x and they want to do y and they're really complicating things for themselves I don't know why I have this gut feeling It's your woo-woo girl. Yeah. I also have that feeling. And I also have this feeling. I think Harry is like a major self-sabotager. Okay. Like I think he's someone who like cannot get out of his own way. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I hate to bring it back to Bravo, but it's giving Nene leaks. Yeah. Someone who has like star power, charisma, like people want to love Nene, but she cannot stop ruining everything for herself and it's just like what the fuck are you doing and that's how I feel about Harry because it's like 
you and I say all the time, we want to support them. We want to love them. We want to follow their journeys and their lives. And we're going to get Invictus, the Invictus docuseries soon. So like, we're going to have to start seeing more of Harry. And I'm curious what role Megan will play in that. Because if you remember I'm in the trailer, too. she was, she's like in that trailer. She's like in it, you know? Then for Spare, she sort of stepped back, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she did. We didn't hear a word. We didn't yeah. see her. We didn't hear from her. And that's what I was saying a few weeks ago about that car chase is this idea of like the paparazzi just like chase them down. And it's like they are choosing right now not to be seen. You have mm-hmm. a choice sometimes when you are going to be seen, especially at a high powered event like that. Yeah. Like we know again, we come back to this. It's like when you want to be seen, if you don't want to be seen, look at a Beyonce, look at Taylor and Joe. These people mm-hmm. do not need to be seen. So when you are seen, please know that we likely feel as though it is, you know, intentional, yeah. if you will. Yeah. But it's just like, and then to your point, they're not being seen right now. So yeah, I don't know. Something's going on. I'm very, I, I'm worried. I'm worried about the Megan and Harry brand. I really am. Well, they're not doing themselves any favors. Mm. Well, Lex, let's just take this right in to make it rain, okay? Okay, of course. Let's get into this week's rant because as of this morning, you shared this article, and when I looked at these notes, I couldn't believe it. Prince Harry lost one of his phone hacking battles. So he suffered a court setback in his lawsuit against the Sun, but a legal expert told Newsweek he may fare better against his biggest press rival. So the Duke of Sussex was told on July 27th that he cannot sue Rupert Murdoch's British tabloid for phone hacking because it was too late to bring his case, though his allegations of other unlawful practices will proceed to trial. Now, if I was reading this article correctly, because I don't know what was wrong with my brain, but it was jumping around a lot for me. So there was was a a situation. Yeah. So there was a situation in 2006 where the son apologized to the royal family or Harry because they admitted to phone hacking. Mm -hmm. So then the judge ruled that he can only bring this case back to 2012, Mm -hmm. if I am correct. So with Harry wanting to, he lost the battle in going back in as far as, let's say, a 2006. He can go Mm -hmm. as far back as 2012. And he can also still sue the Daily Mail and other publication. Mm -hmm. Like offshoots of the Daily Mail. Yes. Yes. In saying all of this. So the issue is with the Daily Mail, this case, is that the judge is basically like, well, why didn't you bring this up in 2012? Mm -hmm. And Harry's defense is like, we were I was told that like royals weren't allowed to like litigate publications tabloids etc because of the relationship that they have together and I feel like that's going to be disputed but I don't know I think that that's what the judge said yeah the palace staff also brought their own claims against the publisher in 2012 and Harry acknowledged in his witness statement that he was aware of this happening but believed there was a secret agreement with the palace to keep royals out of any litigation the judge rejected his claim about the secret agreement and found that he could have brought his case as far back as 2012 oh Mm -hmm. my god yeah okay so and then here's the other thing is that 
just because they have this quote unquote phone hacking victory does not mean that it ends the battle for the sun. And there are remaining elements that could be a blow. And this was interesting to me because they allege that there are other unlawful practices in Britain. They use the term blagging, which I've never heard of. So I was intrigued, which is a method of obtaining private information by posing as a particular celebrity or one of their friends. So Harry is saying that he believes that journalists blagged flight details for his ex-girlfriend Chelsea Davy in advance so they could get pictures of her arriving at airports. So they would pose as particular celebrities or one of their friends, call their team, so on and so forth, get flight details, show up and take photos. And that is a form of blagging. And that is an unlawful and potentially illegal practice. Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like Al Woods reading this article. I know. You're like putting on your little lawyer hat. I love it. But like, I guess my question to you and going back to what you were saying about him being in his like standing in his own way. And we talked a lot about Harry's therapy last week. And we talked about all of these <laughs> things. Like, what is he getting in terms of vindication going back to 2006 versus a 2012. What is the intention? He's drawing awareness in the same capacity from the public, let's say, and even pushing and driving for these court cases. He's not backing down. So again, like why beat the dead horse, if you will, when apologies were made and a judge is saying you can't go back that far. Like, why not just like cut your losses and keep on trucking if this is the hill that you are intent on dying on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just processing because it's kind of, it's just he's doing a lot. Like he's got six lawsuits going on right now. Yeah. He lost this one, but this isn't like the biggest one. Like this was just like kind of a throwaway I guess I was reading more about it and basically they're saying like it's not going to be a knockout like even if he does win it will still be kind of like only really the reputation of the male will suffer like nothing will and it's like is the male really like like nobody's losing sleep over this in the royal yeah let's say and I just think paired with everything else that we've seen from him this just feels like his obsession with like feeling the need to be right Mm -hmm. and it's like we know that you're right like everyone knows that how they treated you was terrible everyone knows that they shouldn't be hacking people's phones people know this but in his quest to feel right it's making him look a little unhinged and I think that that also has a lot to do with his lack of like saying much in the press right now maybe like he maybe he's being advised like don't go anywhere don't because if okay now it's all kind of coming to me okay hear me out this is this is okay let's go so maybe what's going on yeah i'm like let's mean like goodwill hunting out here (laughs) so maybe megan and harry are being told by their team Mm-hmm. Due to the, all of these lawsuits where he's claiming, you know, all of these things against the sun and the mirror and the mail and all of this shit that they're like, you can't make headlines right yeah. now because then they'll say, well, like, do you really you're- hate the press because mm-hmm. you're in it all the time? But you just want to pick and choose what you want to be said What's about you. About and that's you. really not how this works. And this is not how it's ever worked or will ever work. 
whoa, you just blew my mind. So maybe that's what's going on. And maybe a company like Travelist does want to actually remove themselves from an association with Harry because how would that impact any sort of positive media that they would get or any attention Mm -hmm. that they could get, right? Would people then be fearful or worrisome? Like, oh, if we say the wrong thing about this company, is Prince Harry going to come slap a lawsuit on our ass? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's getting a little like, so happy wow and i just wow. feel like maybe his team is like his team's like you have to be quiet <laughs> like because this is kind of what everyone's always said though they're like you love the press when it's positive mm-hmm. like anybody but that doesn't mean you can go around and sue people because you don't like what they're saying or if they're taking photos of chelsea davy in 2012 also it's like the way the media is now is so much different than it was in 2006 and even 2012 just with like Mm -hmm. social media and the internet and the way we use it all that it's like no one even fucking remembers that i know no one remembers who chelsea davies is i i promise you but you know i did i i went on her instagram (gasps) and i was like what a throwback she has a jewelry company she's married to a hot man she does and you know what? She's probably doesn't want this shit being judged up again either. She's For probably sure. like, can I just like have my jewelry company and my little family? Like, I don't want to remember all of this. I understand the principle of what he's saying. Like, you know, don't post lies and don't be racist and don't like attack my wife is basically. And I also just think his quest for being right comes from just his mom. Like, Yes. I think he's trying to like avenge her death, but can't actually go and fight these people and be like, you killed her. Yeah. And I think that is where he wants the vindication. But I do feel like what you are saying now makes total sense in like he they they have to lay low. And again, I wonder if this is becoming a liability for Megan and the WME deal and the brand like at a certain point, this is going to become a liability. If it Mm -hmm. hasn't already, I think that's what we're starting to see now. Yeah. Now that you've put that lens on it, I'm seeing this in a totally different light. It's just like, I understand what he's doing. Like, I get the idea behind all of it. But at the same time, it's like, buddy, you could be doing many other things right now that are actually like helpful. (laughs) Because like this article says, it's like the reputation of the mirror and the Sun and the Daily Mail are going to be, you know, maybe have like a tinge of negativity. But like, what is that it? Like, is that all your... F- but they're not going right, anywhere. Like, you're not going to like make them go bankrupt. Correct. Like, they also have money. And they're going to be out here writing about Will's tweets. So. Yeah, like no matter what, the Royal Rota is bigger than you has. And if you don't want to be a part of it, you're not anymore. So then go to Montecito, go to farmer's markets and shut the fuck up. Well, Sam, it's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. So will we spot the mail or will we fail? Well, I feel like last week, did we fail? No. We didn't? I think we. I think last week was so outrageous that we... That we won. That we, yes, we got it right. remember... It was uh, Loose Lips. Oh, The erotic guest writer was Sarah Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, option number one, 
Royal Roll, Charles is hiring for a key job paying around 36,000 pounds, so are you cut out for it? Option number two, Kirk King. Charles hires new assistant with an estimated salary of 360,000 pounds a year. I fucking hope it's option number two. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Well, what is that key job? I want to know. It's true. But also, I'm going to say number two as well. I'm agreeing with you. Also, Kirk King is so funny. Let's I see. love that. Palace Perks. King Charles is advertising for a very important job paying around 36,000 pounds a year. Shut the fuck up. These fucking people. These fucking people. And guess what it's for? A sous chef preparing meals oh for the royal God. household and Grand St. Pequots. That's all you're giving them? I'm sorry. That's insane. Jesus. The job description states that the successful applicant will receive a competitive salary and similar senior sous chef roles in London can pay around 37,000 pounds according to total jobs. King Charles is looking for someone who is adept at planning and developing a menu for a wide range of occasions, including fine dining and volume catering. This job is truly like no other. Then pay more. First of all, you're not paying what the average is according to this total jobs website, which is 37,000 pounds. You're lowballing at 36K. You can't toss an extra thousand pounds. Okay. Second of all, you think that this job is going to be comparable to a sous chef role in a regular restaurant doing this for the royal family? Oh my God. For state banquets? You think that's going to be comparable to doing it at what Chiltern Firehouse? No, this is insane. These people continue to fucking shock me. They can afford so obviously to pay somebody so much more. They could pay the sous chef three hundred and sixty thousand pounds a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking it up. Thirty-seven thousand pounds is forty-seven thousand dollars in U.S. dollars. What? Oh, listen, the job comes with perks. I need to read this to you. It says, and the job comes with perks. Aside from living in a famous palace, you'll get 33-day holidays, inclusive of bank holidays, a 15% non-contributory pension scheme, and meals on duty. So you'll get a 15% pension scheme that they won't contribute to or match, and you'll get meals (laughs) at the place that you work. Good. This role also offers the option for single living accommodation with all meals provided, for which there is a salary adjustment. Fucking Christ. That means less money. And a free uniform. It literally (laughs) says that. I hate these people. (laughs) They're so stupid. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like, okay, so, yeah, you get some time off. But, like, realistically, like, you'll probably be guilted into taking that time. Like, it won't even be worth it. Where can you go? This is You're not making any money. This is crazy. How are you going to get bank holidays or things like that off if they are planning banquets around those moments? Yeah. So like you're not working Mm -mm. Christmas. You're not working. Please. Remembrance Day. And you're the primary sous chef. (laughs) These people are terrible. The fact that they're not being like 200,000 pounds. They're the fucking royal family like at yeah. the very least offer them 75 to 80k you know like a senior sous yeah. chef is not an entry level job well i looked it up okay the white house executive chef made between eighty thousand and a hundred thousand dollars annually 
in 2005, which converts to $138,000 in 2021. The chef receives no overtime and the workload can vary considerably depending on whether the first family is in residence or traveling, if there's a special event or if there's a holiday that occurs. Right. They get no overtime. Look, they're making six figures. Six figures in 2005. Like you were rolling deep. Yeah. I just feel like. I'm disgusted. This is so embarrassing. This family disgusts me. (laughs) I hate them. We're really in the flop for them. Like this is not okay. 30s. I thought there was a typo. I thought here. Can I tell you what I thought? Yeah. I thought the first one, this article was written by our producers and Becca she never makes a mistake but i thought maybe she left out a zero because there's no way that it would be thirty six thousand pounds and it is it's thirty seven thousand pounds and i am sick over this you're gonna be working your ass off for these fucking assholes you're not doing this for like in a garden no you're not working for like a kind soul we all saw charles with that pen we all saw saw charles Charles with with that that pen. pen Also, shout out to Becca for coming up with Kirk King. Love that. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> Kirk King? Kirk Ching? Oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. <sighs> I can't believe well, it. I know. I know who my spotted dick is yeah. now. It was well, going to be the Prince of Monaco, but it's not. So Lex, let's finish up. Let's see where spotted dick for the episode. Who has been a real steamed putting this week? I mean, I got to go. The Royal House. Like, I, I agree with you. You say yours and I just know I agree with you. Because we all know. We all know. The fact that these motherfuckers are getting cookies for tweeting about World Activist Day or something. Ranger Day. Yeah. Ranger Day. And giving these people 37,000 pounds to cook all of their meals, plan all of their meals, do everything for them. All their dinner parties. And like I said, they're fucking demonic. You know, they're not. I bet you they're so picky. I bet you they're so Of course picky. they are. If Jenna Lyons on Real Houses in New York City doesn't like dill, just imagine the fucking specifications of Prince Charles. Not only that, but you know, then like, you know that he's got to like, or she, whoever is going to be the sous chef. Like, we'll have to make separate meals for the children. Like when Prince Louis and everybody comes, he's probably got to make like organic gourmet chicken nuggets. Yeah. Organic mac and cheese on top of like filet. Yes. I'm so upset. Roasted stuff. 7,000 pounds. But you get a free uniform. <laughs> yeah. You get a free uniform and free <laughs> room and board. Out of your salary. <laughs> why would you want to work? Why would you want to sleep in the place you work? Girl, I don't know. I would be like, I need to go home. I also want to give a spotted dick to whoever wrote that job description said, hmm, this sounds great and hit post publicly. Oh my oh God. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, on that note, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode. Tell all of your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Bravo Historian. And until next time, may God save the bench. Betches.